right, we're live. Welcome back to the second episode of the Pedro and Hannibal podcast. And we have, uh, well, I'm Hannibal, and we have someone with a sweet new mic. Sounds terrific. Microphone Pedro. check, one, two, one, two. <laughs> I said a microphone check, one, two, one, two. What up, Hannibal? How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> well, I, I felt better. Well, actually, actually, I'm going to feel better after this episode. Uh, didn't that feel better when I looked at this list? We're going to talk about this uh, <laughs> Rolling Stones top 200 greatest rap album list. It came out eight days ago. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, I, cool. I have a lot to say. I even have some theories on how this album, how this list even came together. I have theories. I have no, no proof or information. I have theories in my head. Who doesn't um, like a good theory, though? I like yeah, I'm going to blur like them all out at you. So. We're going to go down this list of, you know, this is supposed to be the greatest rap albums. And it's supposed it, to be, you know, I from mean, yeah, zero to one to 200. We're going to go through some outrageous picks that they have here. And, but before we do that, Pedro, I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, the floor is yours. Uh, game five. Oh, oh boy. Uh, what happened? Uh, NBA Finals, obviously. Game five. What happened? I don't <laughs> know if I've ever watched a game, it's been a while where I was so mad because Steph Curry doesn't hit one three-point shot the entire – it's, it, it's been 200 and something consecutive playoff games where it's never happened. Yeah. So I don't know how they lose that game. Now, these, these Celtics in the fourth quarter just – you know they had one good fourth quarter. They came back in game one. But everything since then, their second halves have been very lackluster. Mm-hmm. The, turn, the turnovers are atrocious. Uh, I know the Warriors have a good defense, but the, the the clip that Brown and Tatum and Smart and Horford are turning the ball over is just ridiculous. And they don't do well when they turn the ball over. So, you know, Andrew Wiggins had a fantastic game. Klay Thompson had a couple big shots. But when Steph Curry scores 12 or 14, whatever amount of points, and he doesn't hit any threes, you need to win that game. So the the Boston Celtics left a win on the table, and they should be ashamed. And, uh, you know, I, I just it's, you know, Draymond Green played a little better. I, the Warriors did some good things, but Jason Tatum has got to show up in the fourth quarter. He yeah. has to. He If he wants to take the next step and we want to crown him, he's maybe top five current players. He's taking the leap. He's not showing it to me. Uh, he's He hasn't. And uh, I think he's had a, you know, lackluster finals, in my opinion. I expected more out of him. So I'm a little disappointed, to say the least. Yeah, the the turn like some parts of the game was really unwatchable. Well, unwatchable, but it was like a lot of. I mean, again, this is the new NBA, you know, and I understand we're going to launch three pointers, and but it's like sometimes, and, and like you said before, the Warriors have great ball movement, so it's not like they just, you know, can't play the game of basketball. But right. there's times where, like, you know, Curry just like when you throw a three up in there and it breaks it it just stops all momentum and yeah. tempo sometimes but but he hits them more than he does he hits them more than he misses obviously True. last game he didn't but when jordan Poole is like throwing like the way sometimes they, they shoot these threes it's like oh come on but these these light skins animals <laughs> like, like, what? and i'm not i'm you know i'm puerto rican but clay <laughs> oh, thompson yeah, in case there's anyone I, who doesn't know <laughs> i can't clay thompson i can't stand him yeah. I don't like I don't like how he walks. I don't like how he plays <laughs> basketball. I don't like his little little swag or what. I, I, yeah. I'm not a fan. I mean, it's going to be a tough 
summer if the Celtics don't win these next two games. Because, uh, yeah. You know, if I can put the whole, I guess if I could think of what the Boston Celtics, that's, I think it's still a successful season. I know, you know, there's yeah. a lot of qualifiers. Okay, you know, Bucks, no Milton, uh, right? Or the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets didn't have Simpson, uh, Ben Simmons. And or, you know, he, you know, Jimmy Butler, if he didn't just launch that three for no yeah. particular, you know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, they're still young and they have a lot of ability. They need a point guard. They need somebody to run offense. Uh, it can't be just uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you know, basically ISOing and and yeah. the, the the passing ability needs work. Marcus Smart is not a point guard. Um, he's not. He's a shooting. I don't know. I guess a shooting guard, right? Um, yeah, he's not a facilitator. He's not a facilitator, and that's why Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's leading the team in assists this playoffs. He actually has more assists than anybody in all the playoffs. Yeah anybody regardless of position, but I think you bring up a good point. He's a, he's a dog defensively, like smart, smart, you know, good player, Mm -hmm. but they, you know, they're asking Brown and Tatum to do too much. And I saw those guys get tired in the fourth quarter. They played 44 minutes chasing, you know, probably chasing Curry around. Yep. Chasing Curry and Wiggins and all these Thompson. And they played 44, but they took, they came out the last couple. So the plan was for them to play 46 to 47 minutes. You can't sustain that. Um, They needed to take a break at some point in the third quarter. Jason Tatum took about two or three really bad shots. He airballed in the fourth quarter. When you airball a shot and you're a professional athlete that trains like him, it's because you're tired. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, I blame that on coaches a little bit. You got to give these guys, you know, you got to give them two minutes or something, have them fresh for the last five or six minutes. So, yeah. Um, we'll see. I they were behind. The they were behind the whole game. That's probably why they had to keep them in there. Like from well, they did, but they came they back. Had a the really Celtics bad first two minutes. Celtics came back in the third. They took the lead in the third quarter. So we had a yeah. the Celtics had a five or six point lead halfway in the in the third. They should have sat them down at that point, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I think the Celtics will win Game Six, Game Seven at this point. I don't know. Going back to San Francisco, if it gets to that point, that could be anybody's game. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm thinking the game sick. Right now, uh, the the Celtics are favored to win. I think it's 3.5 the last time. I saw it this morning, and yeah. I was debating, like, yeah, that kind of makes sense because right now everyone is, you know, everyone is just, like, you know, basically saying the yeah, Celtics are done. You know how the sports yep. media and not the fans. So I'm like, usually when everyone says this team is going to lose, most likely Boston Celtics should pull this out. And they're at home, so you're going to get at home, a couple points for that. So. Uh but the problem is, the problem is, Curry had such a terrible game. I know. He's going to go off. He's going to get a 50 piece. He's going to get 50. He, I'm saying he's going to at least hit 30. At oh, least, at least hit 30. And then at what least. happens if game six Clay comes out and he just hits his first two three points and hits three of them? Oh, I, Lord. It's that over, right? I, if Clay starts throwing the ball wherever he, like, as soon as he gets it, just launch, he has that quick, that quick release and he just starts hitting threes. Yeah, it's tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, and, and, you know, yeah. the turnovers by Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown can't hold the ball sometimes. I don't know. I don't what's know. Going on with his hands it's like they're move. It's like sometimes they, especially Jalen Brown, I feel like he moves too fast. And trying he put, hard. He, yeah, it's like too much sometimes. And, you know, I still think the Celtics are a deeper, overall better team, basketball team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Curry's going to, there's no way he's going to have another game like that. I think it's going to be hard for them to, you know, he's going to come out hot. He's going to be mad. I think he's upset at himself a little bit. Yeah. Wait, and a hot take here, but if Andrew Wiggins drops 25 
and has another 15 boards. He's the finals MVP. He's the most consistent. He's the most. That's guy what I'm saying. Had. I mean, he's guarding. He, he, he it's, it's kind of cool that he kind of morphed himself from being like number one pick, but really just raw talent, athletic, jump out the building. But he didn't have, I felt like he had the motor or the love for basketball. I don't know if that was a, that was a lot of knock on him. I think yeah. it's just he was in a bad team. Probably too much was asked of him. He went to to ball, uh, to the uh, the Golden State Warriors, where he, he's not asked to be the man, and he thrives on that. The ability that he could defend. I mean, he's grabbing rebounds. Dude, you know, he's he's a leading rebound. rebounder. He's leading rebounder. I think on the Warriors. Um, so, so it's, it's po- yeah, it's possible. But I guess the problem is, I still would give it to if if they won. They didn't say if they went seven games, unless seven. Curry just had like two god awful game six and game seven. Yeah, he yeah. basically saved. He single handedly won that. Uh, I forget what game was that where he scored. Uh, three game three. No, it, game four. It, game four. If he didn't do that, game four. Yeah, series is over. Uh, Good series point. Over. If Good he point. didn't basically score four, he had to. He literally carried the team. No one else was doing anything. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't be pull that out. I just wouldn't be surprised because, you know, I think with what Wiggins is doing. So if Curry has another bad game tomorrow, let's just say. Let's yeah. say he hits one or he hits two threes. He scores sixteen points, right? And Wiggins has a twenty-five point game with fifteen boards, and he plays good defense on Tatum. Um, he overall he was more consistent. He's yeah. playing both ends of the floor, and uh, you know Andre Iguodala. Yeah, good point. Pretty much stole you know because look at the stats. Iguodala won that because of defense, but LeBron James had a fantastic, you know, so it didn't really make a lot of logical sense, but. Wiggins has actually sometimes put the clamps on Tatum. Tatum's had a decent series, but Tatum should be scoring 30 a game. Yeah. He should be about eight or nine boards, eight or nine assists. And he's below that right now. Yeah. And I, I, think I feel Wiggins like it's great defense. It's yeah. great defense, but Jason Tatum. And and then and I, it's not like, you know, he's a young guy. He, you know, he he arrived to a finals. Not every player wins their first final. I think he's learning a lot. I think he's a talented yeah. guy. Oh, absolutely. He just, you know. Sometimes it's a moment, sometimes a little bit too big, but we'll see. I, I hope, I actually hope the Celtics win game six. I would love to see uh, NBA Finals game seven. Like, that's nothing, nothing better. better than that. Nothing so we'll better. see. We'll see. But you've brought up a, a topic about the NBA coaching. So, like, tell me more about, like, what your thoughts on the, I guess, the effectiveness of NBA coaching. Yeah. So I kind of have a wild thought about this, right? And it might be un- unpopular, but that's okay. I think there's a handful of coaches in NBA history that you can tell that those are difference makers. Like those, mm-hmm. these are, you know, Phil Jackson, right? Uh, I think the one year Doc Rivers had the 2008 Boston Celtics. I think he was a passionate guy, but you see now he doesn't have, well, he still had players, but he hasn't done anything since. Yeah. You know, you talk about Eric Spolstra, had LeBron, mm-hmm. D Wade, Chris Bosh. They won, but then he's now been able to win. A little, he hasn't won a championship, but he's taken a team to the finals without yeah, all team. superstars, but a strong yeah. team still, right? Yeah. I think some NBA coaches are overrated, and this is why I say that. When you get to the NBA, okay, coaching on the NBA level, now I've never done it, okay, but superstars usually win the championships. Okay, look at the history of the league. Usually the player – that has the, the best player on the court is probably going to win that particular finals. Typically, that's how history shows us, whether it's the Bulls, the Spurs, when they had Tim Duncan, the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq, right? They're winning those three peats, right? Last team to three peat. The Warriors, you know, Durant and uh, Curry, 
Thompson, Draymond for two years, and they won one without Kevin Durant. But when you have NBA players like that, Giannis won last year, right? He's the best player in basketball last year. Yeah. When you have a player like that, I don't think it matters who the coach is sometimes. Now, I think there's a few exceptions. You know, you mentioned earlier this week, yeah, you know, Phil Jackson knew how to coach MJ and Scotty. Fantastic point, right? But he's the he's one of the very few exceptions, in my opinion. I think if, you know, the Showtime Lakers back in the day had Pat Riley, he had a great coach, right? But do you really think another coach, you know, maybe some coaches can sometimes get the best and know what to say to players. I think that's more on high school level and college level. Mm-hmm. I think the coaching there matters more. I think in the NBA, if you got superstars and good assistant coaches that have good schemes, right? I think that's what it takes, in my opinion. I don't think Darvin Ham's going to, you know, having whoever's going to coach the Lakers isn't going to make or break it. I don't think Frank Vogel being the coach in 2020 helped the Lakers win. I don't. I think it's because they had LeBron and a healthy AD. So my hot take is I think NBA coaches can be overrated. I think there's a few sprinkles of some really classic coaches that really made some differences. But even those coaches, Phil Jackson had Tex Winter, the architect and the designer of the uh, triangle offense, right? And Phil Jackson took that triangle offense with them to Chicago, took it to uh, uh, the Lakers when he won those championships with the Lakers when they had Kobe and Shaq. So I think you, you know, sometimes it's about the assistant and having the right system and the right players. I think head coaches to me in the NBA are a figurehead sometimes or a guy with a nice suit. That's it. I'll throw Greg Popovich in there. I think he's also one of the exceptions. I think most of the other championships is because of the players. You know, it's not, as I mean, it's not as hot as a take as it seems when you really think about you need a superstar to win these games. It's similar to the NFL. You need a really good quarterback. Yes. It's hard to win without a great quarterback. The last time I've seen an NFL team win without a great quarterback was. Uh, Ravens see. in 01. Yeah. Yeah. With the Ravens. Yeah. And who 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 was the quarterback of the um the the Bucks? The, not not you know obviously Tom Brady, but they when they won before uh, Brad Johnson. So like <laughs> you have to have like them their top five all time defense basically right yeah. like something yeah. else they had to be superstars on some level on some side of the ball right. So I I do understand that I I do believe there's still value in being a head coach because you have to put all that crap together. And sometimes you could put the best players and still not make it. And then that's us even even a worse, I guess, uh, uh, like staying on you. If you can't get this to work. Yeah. And when you leave it, you know, it works. Right. Like Mark Jackson had the, the Warriors. Right. Yeah. But they were young, but he had them. And then he rubbed some people off the wrong way and the way he way he did his business. Steve Kerr comes and then they become like the dynasty warriors. So it's like great point. There's there's a level. I think it's more of a, a, a organizing management type of thing. Mm. Maybe, but you got to have the you still have the superstars. But there's still some motivation that can still be happening with the coaches. Like for instance, the Pelicans in the playoffs. Willie yeah. Green willed them to win that uh, play. Like he willed them. They were play down game. by like yeah. twenty. He basically was screaming at them. You got to fight. Like all right, you took their best hit. You got to fight, and it wasn't schemes. The guy I'm to do it. Like I, I still watch that uh, clip every once in a while. We need to fire it's a, up. It's a great clip. He's yelling at like you. All right, come on. Like we gotta go. We gotta. We gotta fight. You're not. You're not gonna get this easily. And it just they took off. Like those type of things, or even like Monty Williams and Phoenix Suns. 
a leader of men, regardless of kind of the talent, could push a team at least to a point where they're respectable. But yeah. NBA NBA uh, championships are won by superstars. I, I, yeah, I do. And I think um, for me, if I'm an owner of a franchise, this is why I think about this. Do I want the best coach or the best player? I'll always take the best player. Of course. I just, yeah. I just would, right? And I think that um, there's only a handful of teams, I think, you know, I think I like the the 4 Pistons. They beat the Lakers. Lakers that year had Shaq, Kobe, Horry, Fisher, Gary Payton, Carl Malone, uh, a few other guys. Glenn Rice, I think, was on it. And they lost. They only won one game to the Detroit Pistons that had Ben Wallace, Richard Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, role players, Tayshaun Prince, yeah. good players. But that was the team. The coach, who was the coach? Larry uh, Brown. Larry Brown was a coach, great yeah. coach, right? Great, great coach, coach, yeah. So you, you're going to sprinkle in some situations like that. But for me, at the end of the day, you got to have a superstar. You got to have one or two superstars on your team. Greg Popovich probably ain't Greg Popovich if he doesn't draft Tim Duncan out of the way. He says that too. He says, right. I, I, my success is because I had Tim Duncan. Like he's Absolutely. the you know, greatest power forward ever, or at least in my opinion. Yeah. If you don't have that, you know, and he he and he pushed it, the talent of like Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker to the brick. I mean, I remember yeah. uh, Tony Parker talking about crying during the practices because Greg was on him, but yeah. he made him a basically a Hall of Fame player with a couple of rings. So mm-hmm. yeah, you have to. It's an equal mix of really good coaching, but you, if no superstars, no championship, and that's what they say. The NBA is a superstar league, and some people like that, some people don't. I like it. I mean, it is what it is. It's it's yeah. they, you got to get the talent. And they're on the court, you know, for the majority of the game. You got to get the best talent. So at that point, I think we can we can kind of turn that around and say your general managers are probably should get more credit. They got pick. They got make this team to yeah, put this team together. They got draft the players. So like we give a lot of props to general manager of the Boston Celtics. Those are homegrown. They, they didn't trade for like they drafted those players. Same thing yeah. with the Golden State Warriors. They yeah. drafted those players. Um, even Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, they 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 drafted Durant, Westbrook, and Hart, and they had them yeah. all. The same. They, had Ibaka, they had Ibaka. All they drafted teams. Serge Ibaka. Like, yeah, they had a squad, and they never won. But and some might say, hey Pedro, you know why they didn't win? They didn't have a good coach. You know, so there's always both sides. I get yeah. it. You know, I just think for it for when you're an NBA player and you get to that level. I think these guys, you know, mostly know what they're doing. They might need some motivation here or there, but the talent's going to win out usually. Yeah. And talent takes over in the NBA. That's why you could be down 20 and going into the fourth quarter. And the best guy, in the, you know, usually the best player on the, the court is going to show out and figure it out. And the best team will usually win. And I just think that, that that happens. And I just think some of these NBA coaches, man, I, you know, how hard is it? How hard was it for Tyron Lue to coach the Cavaliers in 2016? I don't know. They had LeBron James. Like, so, yeah. you know, you know, you know, uh, is it a great coach? Is, you know, LeBron James had a lot of coaches in his career, but he still gets to the finals, right? Like, yeah, just I'm wondering, about every year. You know? Yeah, I'm wondering, like, especially with LeBron James, because now it seems like he's not, not only he's the coach of the team, he's like the GM of the team, he, pointing right. out who he wanted. He I mean, he wanted Westbrook. Like, that's what he, he, they, he wanted. Like, Carmelo. He wanted yeah. Russell. Okay, all right. I mean, they could have tried to get other players. I don't know if DeMar Rosen wanted to go there. It was some other. A, a far more efficient players that wanted to go to Lakers. He said, I think they I could have had. I think they could have had Demar Derozan, but I think they want a Westbrook. And you see how that so far that hasn't turned out to be great. So going to that question. So if you had the money, would you pay 
who would you pay more? Like, who would you really spend the money on the GM or the coach? Mm. Like, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe the GM, I don't know. You know, there's been some, uh, Jerry West has been a great GM at several different places. Uh, the guy for the bulls back in the day, got a lot of flack, but he was, you know, traded really? for Rob, traded for Rodman, drafted Pippen, you know, like did some good things there. I don't know. I think, I think the GM of a team putting a team together is super important. Um, and the coaching to me is very situational. Uh, I think I think in coaching some basketball on a very small, small level that I've done, the coach has to have assistants. The assistants are usually the ones that are actually coaching the players in the practices a lot. Right. And then on the sideline, the, 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 the coach is making the decisions and things, you know. So the head coach, I think, in the NBA just gets too much credit, in my opinion, because there's so many other things that have to fall into place. And the players being the number one, if you don't have good players, you know, I've seen you know, we've seen Larry Brown win in 2004 with the Pistons. And we've seen him go to other places in the end of nothing because he didn't have anybody. Well, so. yeah, it, the Knicks. So, yeah, like yeah, even Phil Jackson. So Phil Jackson became the team president for the Knicks. Yes. And wasn't able to do, I don't know if it's just a black hole in the Knicks. Like no one's they have tons of coaches that came through last at this point. High name coach, like good, good name coaches. Like they had some kind of clout behind them and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 you're right. It is situational. You, you, you know, you kind of, you don't know what's in the locker room you, is, is the head coach, you know, you know, you know, trying to motivate the players because, you know, players have egos. They have other things happening in their lives where, you know, we don't know. We don't know if an NBA player is arguing with his wife at home, they having issues at home, like a lot of stuff that just like us, we, we deal with stuff at home. It could carry on when we go and do work and go do things. And yeah. does a head coach kind of like, they also are psychiatrists also like give you support, ask you about your situation. Your baby mama is not talking to you or she got you in court, you know, like, and you can't, you, you, you know, you, you only had, you know, 15 points. To, this game is you're supposed to be the head, so the head, you know, the star of the game. Like, this I'm, I'm sure there's tons of small stuff, life stuff. Yeah. And if a coach can kind of mentor you and tell you it's going to be okay, and or you know that or that player that needs a little bit more of an aggressive approach, you'll go after that player. Well, the other player is a little bit more sensitive. You take him to yeah. the back and talk to him. Those things I think do make a difference. But yeah. at the same time, you need a top 10, 10 player, right? I want to say top five. Probably, you probably need a top five player to win a championship. I think I, in most years you're going to have one top five player. If we look back at the last few years, you got Giannis. Yeah, he was top five last year. Yeah. The year before that had LeBron and AD. Maybe two top five guys. Mm-hmm. Who won the year in 2019? Kawhi. Kawhi was top five. Oh, definitely. 2018 and 17, Kevin Durant was top and Steph Curry top five in both years. 2016, LeBron James top five. 15, Steph Curry top five. 14. Uh, who won the 14? Can't remember. Um, yeah, so, uh, the 14, I think, was the heat of the Spurs or somebody. So, you know, Nowinski or LeBron. So, you have to have a top five player. And this year, you know, if either team wins, some could say maybe Tatum's top five, others would say Curry is top five. So, I think that reigns true. Yeah. The next question before we move on Do you think if Curry wins this championship and he becomes finals uh, MVP, is he a top 10 all time NBA player? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I do believe that. I do believe that. I think if you look, if you stack on another, another chip, that's four chips, and not a long period of time, you know, um, and then you're also giving him adding a Finals MVP to his repertoire. Um, you're seeing 
you know, with the exception of yesterday's game, you're shooting 49% from the field, from the field, yeah. including threes. I think it's 49 from three goal and 49 from three, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, with not a lot of, you know, Wiggins is giving them support, but I think he is. I think, I, you know, I put him right there with Magic Johnson. I think, you know, Magic Johnson has what, five? Yeah. Uh, this will give Clay four. Um, couple, he just back to back MVPs. One of them, he's the only MVP to be a unanimous MVP in the history of the NBA. Michael Jordan, he never even did that. Kareem never even did Which that. Which makes no damn sense. It doesn't. We but really it never like, who's voting for? Like, it kills me. Some, some of these voters and this media, these media types. I mean, I guess we we're kind of in it where we, you know, <laughs> media, opinion, but yeah. <laughs> the idea that you, uh, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was the unanimous MVP probably for almost entire like entire career, but the, for, that Bulls run, who was better than Michael Jordan? Nobody. No. Barkley won an MVP in 94. Carl Malone stole one in 96 or, or 97. Yeah, those guys shouldn't have won. They weren't better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, same thing with LeBron. Like it, for the, when his prime LeBron, he should have won it, yeah. but it's just some weird thing. They want to make sure everyone gets one. It's, yeah. it's very odd. I don't know. It just, but before we move on. Do so you think, do you think he's top 10? Let me ask you that. Oh, for Curry? Yeah. If, if he does those two things. The problem is, I, I don't know. I, I would say no, because the, the, the championships that were won in the playoffs with him, like if Iggy was not on that team, I don't know if they're going to, they were going to win. Um, He did fall. He, he had, he had the, the LeBron, Three games to one. And somehow he was able to, you know, pull that. The Cavs were able to win. And Kevin Durant, if I, I'm sure you remember, Kevin Durant was basically running the team at the end of the at the end of each game. He was on he was playing LeBron and he was taking all the big shots. He was demanding the ball. And yeah. props to Curry. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. The fourth yeah. quarter, the guy, you know, Kevin was like, give me the ball. No one could stop my shot. No one could block me. I'm unblockable. And I'm yeah. gonna throw threes and you just daggers. So that element. A little, I put some points off. So that discredits his championship. A little, bit, a little bit. A little bit. Is he? He's the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. Uh, if someone put him in a top ten, I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't argue at all. I think that no, hold on, hold on. he is the best shooter of all time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah, debate. Okay. He's I the thought, greatest okay. shooter. Got it. Got uh, got so if, he, if he's on the top ten, no problem. But there's a list that we're going to talk about right now. That I don't it. understand any of the top. I, I mean, know what? Uh, let's just start. Let's just start from the very beginning. So the Rolling Stones have the 20th, 200 greatest rap albums ever. And it took a lot of flack. I, I would say I saw a lot of criticism. Um, it's written like the, you, uh, let me see if I could check how many people actually contributed to this list. Um, let me, um, let me put, let's see. I'm going to put it up on the stream, stream real quick. Looks this like is, about. 12 to 15 names. Yeah, I don't know who these people are, which is fine. Like, it, 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 you know, who I've just 16 people, yeah, 16 people. And some of the lists, it's just some of the picks were a little off, just a little off. Um, I don't know who these people are, don't know their their, like credentials. Like, I don't know if they've, I I actually don't don't recognize any of these people's names, but there's a few. Few, well, I just knocked you out of the thing. There was a few uh, positions of all of some of these artists that kind of makes me scratch my head a little bit. Mm. And uh-huh. basically, I think the list is totally flawed from just a few of the biggest 
problems that I have with this list. So let's just go with the first one. Both of us think it's, you know, a favorite rapper. They have in this list. I'm triggered right now, but let me. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm ready for it. Let's go. I like it. I like this animal. Nas Illmatic is 24 on this list. How is that possible? Pedro, you're smart. You tell tell me how anyone can say, like how this how these group of people said this list is done. Where's Illmatic? Oh, it's 24. All right, good. Press send. I like, thought I was reasonably smart, reasonably, but clearly I'm not because <laughs> they have one of the most impact albums not only this was this a uh uh this was his debut album okay Elmatics is right it's a young man he makes this album they have him at 24 some people would say some people would say this might be 24 if it's all music genres if you told me Nas was 24 out of every album ever created rock mm-hmm. class you know hip-hop rock country every then I'd be like you know what okay I could dig that I but 24 in just the hip hop garbage, it's, it may, it's despicable. And it's hard for me to look at this list and give it credibility when that album is 24 and Cardi B is 16. I'm sorry. So like, that, yeah. It doesn't make any logical Thank you for sense even, to me. Yeah, jumping I mean, in with uh, Cardi B. What? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, they got Future's album, number 20. Yeah, now, I, I, and I'm going to say, I like that album. It's not 20. It's not 20. It's not 20. No, not at all. I never even think of someone saying, "Oh, that future album—that's one of the greatest albums I ever I mean, listened to." I mean, they have Little Kim hardcore. Now, Little—I like Little Kim. I'm not gonna lie. I think mm. Little Kim lyrically has some talent. I remember that album. I was in high school. Nineteen ninety-six. It's her best album. It's, it's her, her best, best album. Best it's best a album. good album. Yeah. But they have that over Illmatic. That's—I mean—that's blasphemy, man. That's blasphemy. Yeah. Look at that. And, and also, I it's—it's—it's kind of, it's, it's, you know like. Biggie probably wrote a lot of those lyrics, sure. Obviously, because they were together at that time. He's the one that kind of told her, "Hey, you gotta be, you gotta be sexy. You gotta bring the sexy kind of vibe." Yeah. So that's yeah. you know, sex sell. Like he, you know, he actually even knew that, and you know, he 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 was a smart. I mean, obviously, he knew what set what sell, but uh, twenty four for Illmatic is just not. It's just it's, it's just criminal. It's and, criminal. You know, it, we could you know Cardi B, now. I don't know if you uh, listened to that album. It was a solid debut album. Very I have surprising. Not. I have not. And Cardi, I mean, B, is, Cardi B is talented. Cardi, I mean, I know she's got a, the, the banger on there. The, uh, I forget the name of the song, man. Oh, the, that, uh, yellow? Uh, Red Bottoms or something. Yeah. It's Listen, Cardi B is talented. And I, I think what this list shows me is I think it's we're getting a little too 2022 inclusive. We need to have all kinds of things on these lists and it's got to be represented. It's got to have this, it's got to have that. Good point. Good point. I just, I, I feel like that's where they went with this. When I'm looking at this list, I'm seeing, you know, yeah, they got the miseducation of Lauren Hill at 10. I can, I can vibe I with argue with that. I would, I, there's some people I can't think argue it's with the, that. the best, best rap. Like some people would yeah. say that was, and, and I wouldn't even argue. I mean, first of all, she's not just rapping, she's singing. It's one of the best albums. I, like if someone put that as 10 of all, Genres, I will not even argue. I love that can't, album. Can't argue with it. You know, they got Missy Elliott seven. You know, uh, that's a little high. That album, me. which is that the one? Is that her debut album? 
Because if that's a debut, uh, so I, addictive. I think and Missy E. I, I, I don't know if that's a debut or not. Third album. No, no her third album. This is her. Third no, album. it's not. Not no. even her best one. Not even Superfly. Right. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, it's just. Understand. It's a little, it's a little, you know, some of the top albums they have on here, I can't argue with at all. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the 24 and they got Marshall Mathers, uh, I think 25 or 20, like that should be in the top 10, yeah, in my that, opinion. That should be bumped up. It's, it's, just, be bumped it's up. all over the place, right? So I feel like if they just said, hey, these are the 200 and it didn't rank them, I don't have an issue, right? Whatever. But like the fact that they ranked it and the fact that some of these albums are significantly higher than, what I consider classic, classic albums, regardless of genre, it yeah. just doesn't make. I think they're just trying to be too inclusive and trying to be too cute with the list, in my opinion. Yeah. Like Tupac, Tupac's not even in the top ten. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, like, that does a little you know, off as well. Like that doesn't, you know, Machiavelli's got some bangers. All eyes on me. Strictly, these fifteen. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean it doesn't. It logically, this list has a lot of flaws, in my opinion. So. You know, let's give us let's give us some context, right? Rolling Stone is, I would say, a publication more about uh, rock music. I know they probably at this point cover everything, so it's not a hip hop centric publication. Good point. I I think that's a little bit there, and it looks like, and one of my theories is, I think it's heavy commercial based list. Seems like, and like you said, also there's some some like sneaking in some inclusiveness there, but. Very commercially based, I think. So the, the, the number one album for the Rolling Stones, uh, 200 best rap album, they have Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. Won't argue with that. Um, even me, Brooklyn Bias, obviously. So if someone said that was, I was like, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. what Biggie did in that album, people can't do now. And that album was released in 1994. The way um, that album ends... It's yeah. just like, you know, they don't make me, they don't make albums like that, right? No. Have rap albums on that. It's just super a, like aggressive, yeah. creative, some emotional. The guy was able to put rhymes together that to a point where he died early, obviously. And that's why people still think, or some people say he's the greatest uh, rapper alive and or yeah. whoever lived because how strong this album was. So, and, he, and he only had two albums. You only had two albums. That's it. So I get number so number one I won't argue. Um number two, Stankonia. That's why I kind of feel like this is a commercially based list. Now, great album. I I, I will listen to that right now. I feel like a is a better album outcast than Stankonia. I agree. But yeah. I feel like this is the album where they got they they got their biggest commercial hits. They, they had more James, they had more top one. Yeah, Miss yeah. Jackson, Bombs Over Baghdad, So Fresh, So Clean. Yeah. So I feel like or you put that there is be, is it because they finally got their due? But their best work was before, and I think I, I like Aquemini. I, I think that's one of the best. Like a, if someone put Aquemini in the top ten, I wouldn't argue with it. I wouldn't argue. It's subjective. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll just look at the, th- this one. Let me let me talk about this real quick. Sure, sure, sure. This isn't even his best album. I agree. Okay. You know the, what reasonable the, doubt is? You want me to tell you what number it is? Well, Reasonable Doubt's his best album, and his second best album is Black Album, the Black Album. So I don't know why the Blueprint's on here, but that's just my opinion. It's a great yeah. album, but it's not Reason- his best. Not even his best album. Reasonable Doubt is twenty six. That's see, that's that's like for me, and this is you know, it's all you know based on your flavors, right? When you heard these albums, but you can give me Reasonable Doubt, Nomadic, and put both of those in the top five, and I couldn't argue. They should it. be. I mean, most they I would say be. most respectful <laughs> rapper uh, enthusiasts, if you want to call it, I they mean, put those two in the top ten. Easy. 
And I love the Blueprint. I I would say my second favorite album is the Blueprint. But is it because, again, the production? Because he had Just Blaze, he had Kanye West. It's one of his probably strongest commercially based albums. Um, You know, he's, you know, him and Nas are going at it. There's a lot of context there. Yeah. But the blue, first of all, like Nas says, the blueprint, the the whole name was taken from KRS-One's album, The Blueprint. So, strong album. I don't know if it's top 10. It's one of, it it is one of Jay-Z's stronger albums, but Reasonable Doubt is a better album. Yeah, and it's not this. The blueprint's not the third best hip hop album. It's, 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 it's not. To no. me, it's not. And he got Public Enemy. I guess that's this is where they tried to make it seem like this is a substance list. Yes. Don't put yes. Public Enemy in there. I'm like, yes. all right. But it's just some of the other. And you know, Kendrick, uh, number five. I won't argue with that. That's my that's my favorite Kendrick Lamar. Album. I know. We'll I, remember you, about that. I remember you saying that. Um, you know, honestly, and to my uh, this is my own issues. I need to I need to hear this album. I need to I need to get into this album very soon because I don't, I don't know as much about this album as I do some of his other work. So I, I can't give a, a valid opinion on whether this is good at five or not. Um, so I, I can see why people would say it would be there, but I just don't know enough about it. You know, I was you should definitely check it out. And I actually have an idea since we could just we, we're here and we're just chatting a little bit. Let me I'll throw this idea at you live and see if you're interested. Now, you content creator you have uh, more than one channel you have another channel where you react to music mm-hmm. so i'm thinking in this channel mm-hmm. um i will give you some songs that you never heard of i'm sure i can i can hit you with some songs you ever heard of. i'm sure and you and you play them and you react them on you know to, and we put them on this channel what do you think that's a, that's a great idea let's let's uh let's definitely do something like that i think we could start with that with a couple songs from there and maybe some songs from some of these albums that we're looking at that we're discrediting a little bit, you know, maybe sure. I'm not, you know, looking at this, like the Cardi B's is like, what the little Kim's like, what? Like Missy Elliott, like what, you know? Well, you know, Cardi B, I, I would definitely, there's no way she's 16. I don't, again, yes, we, we kind of have an idea of why she probably is in there. Like you said, trying to put some stuff in there. It's a solid debut album. Solid. Um, her work past this, that album is the same song. So like her sound and her flow and the content gets repetitive. So like you notice, and also she's so much more successful and doing so many other things. Rapping was a way to get her to the next level. Yes. She's doing yes. reality shows. Great point. She put an effort into rapping. Mind you, she did not just pop up with the album. She was releasing mixtapes and putting work out there. Um, I know her, she, she's currently, I think she's still with uh, the dude from Migos. And I think she kind of got that work ethic from them because all all they do is make music. You may not like yeah. it. It may not be a cup of tea, but they but pump making, music. They're, they're pumping the hits. Yeah. And she kind of was able to get that done. So it's a solid album. They got some stuff. You know, she's from the Bronx. It's the, that flavor. She's authentic. I think a lot of people who kind of argue that she's a little better than Nikki because she just feels like she's herself. Yeah. Um, the rhymes are decent, but 16. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's I think this, you know, I think you made a great point. This is a Rolling Stones. I think if back in the day, if Vibe comes out with this, the Source magazine, like, you know, hip hop magazines that know about the culture a little bit more and don't one week have a, you know, a country star on it. And it's, you know, a rock star on the cover of the Rolling Stone and they're covering so many different genres, you know. So Mm -hmm. I think the, the, the contributing editors or people that are picking these 200 and placing them, 
don't have as much of the culture of hip hop and the significance of some of these albums beyond the surface level of the pop culture significance, right? Because mm-hmm. you look at, I'm looking at this album, Little Wayne, the Carter Three, 2008 is 39. That's that's too high. It need, that's a better album than 39. Okay, they have they have Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, 2012 at 38. You mean Cardi B's album is not better than that? I'm no, sorry. not at all. I mean, she won the I mean, Grammy for that album, and she shouldn't have won that Grammy for that. I album. mean, yeah. So it's just you know, I think I think you bring up a great point about understanding the chronic is forty. I mean, I come on. Say, I, I was going to bring Dre, it up, and I was going to start screaming just now. Like maybe we should we maybe we should go to Rolling Stone's offices and like demand <laughs> what what drug were they all using oh, when they made this. There's no way, and I think they put 2001 above this one. I like that album too. Uh, most people, I've looked at lists of rap albums from the Source magazines and all. Everyone is it, not everyone. Most people can say, "Dr. Dre, The Chronic" is top ten album. Yeah, I, it, it, it is. It's most lists I've seen, it's just to be that to be that far apart, and to see the albums in between. It's just, it just logically, again, my brain, like I'm using my brain, my ears, the eye test. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, you know, yeah. um, is the significance even like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's NWA is 49 straight out of Compton from 1988. The significance of that album and what those guys did. Yeah. Not just, the, not just that the music wasn't good, but, you know, it's just to have, you know, it's, it's uh it's a crime, man. I think these guys, uh, I want to take their hip hop card. Uh, you know, I think we should do that on this podcast. Like when we see people making lists that look bad, we take their hip hop card, write them a little email. There's 16 people. we got the names right here. Christopher R. Wingarten. I don't know who you are, but I think you're, I think you're trash. I Noah, think you're just, I mean, I Mosey, Jeff, yeah. I mean, these people, man, it's, uh, I don't know. What they're looking at. I don't know what they're looking at. I'm looking at looking where's at. the Busta Rhymes album. So not, Busta Rhymes has not made 50. an album in the top 100. I'm looking. No, no. It, wow. it, it, it doesn't. It's, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, and I'm not a big Beastie Boys fan. Beastie Boys isn't in the top 50, but you got some of these other artists in here. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of make it make sense to me. I don't so, know. Yeah. Like they have the albums, right? They have the ones here. The order is all messed up, right? Like it's I'm looking order. through yes. albums and somebody actually I got to actually check them out. Actually, there's somebody I haven't even heard of or not. I haven't sit there and listened to. Yeah. But uh, the the order is all over. So, Eminem, this the Slim Shady LP is eighty five. Yeah, that's um, yeah. I mean, he has one in the top. Well, he has. I guess he has one. Album I think the, the, the Marshall top, Mathers is probably a, a, the biggest one. Is biggest commercially successful albums. That's the yeah. one again that kind of took him to the next level. That little higher. Um. Yeah, just a little off. I mean, they have they got Chief Keef at thirty two. <laughs> I'm so, I mean, I, hey, hold on a second. Chicago, like, come on. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. But I think once again, so like sad. you said, it's just they're just they're just trying to have a good mixed bag. They want to make everybody feel inclusive and happy. At the end of the day, it's like, OK, we're going to make a top 10 for NBA history players. And we're going to you know what? We're just going to throw in Steve Nash because he's from Canada. Like, no, <laughs> you're not going to just throw Steve Nash in the top 10. 
He's in the top hundred. We we, we, we should have. uh, We should check out the top uh, seventy-five players because there's a few there. There's a few we can argue about. I'm sure we. You know, I'm sure there is. Tracy McGrady should be in the top seventy-five. I think they got Dwight Howard. Yeah, (laughs) they got some old guys in there that like, come on, man. Just because you know, you know. So I think sometimes these lists, you know, they're fun to talk about them and debate them because sometimes, depending on when they're made and who's who they're made by, and the climate of what's going around us. They just want everybody to be happy. So they put in people and it should be based on uh, content. It should be based on ability. And, you know, to have Illmatic at 24, is like, why even make this list? It just doesn't make sense. You know? There need to be some rules if you want to make so, a list. First of all, I'm sorry. I'm guessing I'm going to be a little bit discriminatory. You have to be at, at least 35 years old to make a, a, a hip hop list. You can't be in your twenties. You don't know anything. And I get. I'm sorry, young people. <laughs> you don't know. Any, they have Eric B. and Rakim follow the leader. Where songs like "Microphone Fiend," lyrics of "Fury" at 79. Crazy. I mean, Rakim should be album. anything out of the 50. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's it's, it's crazy. They have L. Cool J. Uh, uh, um, ranked too high. It's just you know, or he needs to be down like more. It's a better album. And I think that, uh, you know, it's and Tupac all eyes on me. He's 29. I mean, it's just tough, man. You know, because yeah. I see some of these. They got the Tyler, the creator album. And I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about his music. I know a little bit. I know he's very talented. I know his yeah. music's very different. I, I know vouch, it is significant. I'll vouch for, I'll vouch for his, Tyler. His, yeah. But he does, he's a little experimental. Like, I, I don't want to necessarily put him with like, a, I wouldn't necessarily compare. Well, He's like a Kid Eric, Cudi spawn a little bit. Like he's, Kid he Cudi, comes from that, yeah. Eric Andre, like he's he'll sing yeah. a little bit. He, you know, but when he's freestyling, like you can check on YouTube. The, the guy can spit. Um, yeah, I've seen, spit. I, I've seen he, some of that. Yeah. So he's a little bit more experimental. But you know, like Megan Thee Stallion is seventy five. So to this list, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion is a better album than Eric B and Rock. No, nobody no. can tell me. Nobody can argue that. Now I think what she's done. Currently, in significance, she holds for young black women, young black artists, young black rappers. Yeah. Her owning her sexuality, I think there's a lot of power in that. She's so decent, I, I, decent. Um, and um, she can flow. I, yeah, I like her flow. But she's not. It's not a better album just because she was able to do those things. So I just think this for me, this list is a little too inclusive, and it's not as legit for me, in my opinion. You know, yeah, this list is terrible. I, I'm, I, I just, I'm so. Triggered. Even looking at it now, you yeah, I'm like, it's it just out. I'm looking at it. It's just really bad, and I know there's some artists that um, were arguing that they, they didn't get in at all, or they were too high, or I, I forgot. See, I didn't see that. Um, um, I yeah, what who? I know the game reacted. The documentary was not in the uh, top uh, 200. He, I mean, I'm looking at this list. He should be in there. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I I think the, the that was game, a new I, album. They I have, have a couple of uh, I have a couple of his albums, and he's got some bangers. So yeah, they should be on there somewhere. Yeah, um, I would, I would, I would put him in there. That was his strongest album. He was with uh, Gene Union. They had some really good stuff. The two hundredth album is uh, Travis Scott. Astro Travis Scott. Uh, I can't argue. I mean, if anything, that's probably a little like it's it probably better than two hundred. Even if. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Like I've, I've learned, I've listened to the album. I don't hate the album. I don't love it, but mm-hmm. I could probably name twenty albums that are listed higher than that that shouldn't be, that are on this list. You know, so 
I mean, I think it depends. Who knows what the criteria were for these guys? Who knows if they looked at album sales, cultural significance, pop charts? Did they look at, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, it'd be nice to have those questions answered. But like I said, I think we start with the Illmatic at 24. And any list that has Illmatic at 24 and hip hop is not valid. Yeah. Opinion, so. if, if we can construct a top our top 10 what would that be like oh, what would, tough. <laughs> yeah, a tough it's one. tough give me a couple give me a couple that you'd have in yours now add a couple to, to your well, list clearly i mean we've are, we yell and we, we don't like i don't like uh cardi b i think you know for your homework pedro i think you know put an album listen to it i think you'll like it I'll do but that. you would definitely it. know it won't be as high as rank, but you would actually enjoy it. I think there's some songs sure. in there. She actually have a few songs where she's mixing in her culture, you know, got the Spanish music with rap, yeah. uh, pop stuff. It's a, it's a little bit for everybody. Again, it's a commercially successful album. I think that's where they seem to be focused on. But um, I, again, again, we don't have to say have to put it number one and number two. Nas Illmatic should be in the top 10. I think we can all agree with that. I think reason about reasonable doubt should be in the top ten. The chronic should be in the top ten. Um, I like Kendrick Lamar, Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, so that's I, in your top ten. Okay, I, I'll put that in my top ten. Okay. Um, let me see what else. What else would I put in? Uh, a Kwamelai. And again, it's every. It's so subjective, right? Like it's sure. everything's a little different. Um, Do you have any Kanye West album in your top ten? Uh, now the I think the highest they have is my dark. Um, it, it, yeah, number six. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's I think that's his strongest album where he really just pumps out. He has like he has the great features. He has like really great production. Yeah. Um. Actually, they have another Kanye album very high, but you may disagree with me. I mean, look, Registra- late, I uh, late registration. I think is the one you're talking about. Maybe. There's another one that they have in the top. Sure, I might be able to figure this out in time. Jesus, I think. Is oh, Jesus, yes. Uh, top is 17. Uh, too high. Uh, it's, it, well, that's not, I don't have that as his top five albums in mind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they got, they yeah. got that as his second best album. It's not even his fifth best album. Great production, but he was, he, you could tell he was experimenting with some stuff. Absolutely. And that was not like I'm sorry. That's not like you, like you said. I'm not in my top Kanye album, or top five Kanye albums. Right. Kanye 17. So it was thrown in there. Um, Eric B and Rockham, uh, Wu Tang, Thirty Six um, Chambers Chamber should be yes. top ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out some more groups. I may. I'm trying to think. I think I will put Dr. Dre's 2001 in top 10 too. Like I will put Dr. Dre two two albums in there. You put Dr. Uh, it was Dre's. just that it was just that it was just that good. You put that in there over Doggy Style or uh But he's the one making know. the music, he's producing it. So maybe I'll just have a like a bias towards producers. Towards producers, <laughs> yeah. I mean that Doggy um, Style album was a classic. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, that album was something different, man. I mean um, but that, I'm just just kind of DM, running. We haven't even talked about DMX. I got DMX. Uh, it's dark and hell is hot at 22. That's a that's. I mean, that's a significant hip hop album when that came. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I, I would say it definitely. I don't know. I, I think it. Not top 10, I'm right. not too mad about that. I'll be honest, yeah. I'm not too mad. I think that's. I, I can I can rock with that. Um, but should Dory Style be a top ten? Yeah, I'll slide that in there. I slide that in there. 
Uh, what's another uh trap called Quest? Midnight Marauders. Now they have they have a top. Do they have a top ten? Uh, top? I don't. I, I I don't think they had one in there. Um, I'm think so. I'm looking. Yeah. Um, I, I would. I love that album. And it is no the, the low end theories number nine. Uh, yeah. What the, the, I wouldn't argue with that. I wouldn't argue with that. I, I, I'll take that one. Uh, Lauren Hill. I'll, take, I'll keep Lauren Hill in top ten. I'll keep Five Cook uh, Quest a low end theory. I mean, I like Mid- Midnight Marauders, but I, I wouldn't argue yeah. with one. I think I think their top ten is does have a good. Um, it does have a good representation of hip hop. Um, yeah. So overall, their top ten as far as certain artists and some of the albums, I can't necessarily in locations agree where with from. Yeah. I just I might I might switch a Jay Z album for a different one, maybe a different Outkast album, but you know I, I think overall I mean, a different Kanye album in the top ten. I take Missy Elliott out. It's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, definitely Lauryn Hill's album. I remember that when that came out. I think I was a junior in high school. It was a I mean so good, fantastic album. I mean the melodies, the wordplay. I mean her rapping she was skills, able to everything, sing and yeah. rap at a high level. Oh yeah, I know you're not a Drake fan. <laughs> Not a big one. I, I I respect what he does, but he's at eleven for me. That's too high. I think he's but and it's also better albums than that. Care. No what? one I no one says take care. Oh, that's nice. That's now. Yeah, it's so yeah. that doesn't make any sense. So I mean, I guess the more we could look at this, the more we can just argue. But like Drake, I don't know if Drake would even agree. Take care is his best album. <laughs> you know, right? Like right, right. It, right. It, it, that's not it. Um, but yeah, I think you're you're right. I think. There's, maybe there's an explanation of how they constructed this list that we are not we're missing somehow, right? Like, like I said, maybe they're trying to put everything different eras in, but maybe this 200 enlist the way that they constructed is something that's impossible, right? Like maybe they should do it in decades or mm. regions or something more, because you know you can't satisfy everybody. Yeah. I know a lot of people were like, this list is trash, man. Like, this doesn't it's, make any damn sense. Yeah, and maybe that's what they were going for, you know? Because, listen, are we talking about the Rolling Stone, right? Is that a relevant publication at the moment? Not really. So maybe they're like, yeah, we're going to throw this out there. We're just going to see what, you know, all right, we got this kid from, he just graduated college. He's 19. All right, let's go ahead and bring him in. He's, he can write for us. We got this person. We got, And, you know, oh, this guy does rock rock reviews. We'll just, you know, listen to these five albums. Tell me what you think, you know? <laughs> I think, you know, who knows? They might have had some of that because at the end of the day, I look at this and it's like, hey, I don't think we need 200. OK, I think it becomes a little somebody's, you know, they're great albums, but just give me a top 50 and make it good. Right. Give me a top 25 and just really put some thought into it and look yeah. at the significance of when it was made, what it did for the culture, what it did for people, empowerment, what it did for movements, what it did for, you know. Did, did, did that album spawn other career, other rappers to make music and inspire them? You Great. know, like, so when I look at stuff like that, I don't know, maybe that's where they were going with it. I have no idea. Maybe that's why Cardi B's high. Maybe that's because, you know, a lot of, you know, maybe that's why some of these, these, these artists are, are high on here. But it's just, you know, the Illmatic, when I, you know, I keep going back to it, but like, it's just such a, it's so there's, no, there's not one song you skip. No, there's, there's not no one song you can skip. And Cardi B's album, there's probably a few you're gonna skip. So for but yeah, me, I want you to listen yeah, to it yeah. though. So next out uh, next episode, I'll do I that. Want you to give that. me your full Cardi B review, Evasion of Privacy. Because I want to make I want to make sure one thing's clear. I'm not yeah. a Cardi B hater. 
I'm using that because yeah. when I yeah, look I at like this, yeah, they that. I'm not. I'm not. I think she's super talented. Yeah. I got mad respect. I like, you know, her and even Megan Thee Stallion. And like, I like some of these women that are making hip hop music because I, 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 I think they're taking back, you know, for so many years, men talked about get down, do this, do this, bend it over for me, da, 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 you know. I get it. And these women come along, like even Little Kim back in the day in high school. I remember that album. It was a Foxy big Brown. album. Like, you know, Foxy that's another Brown, album. Exactly. You know, you had you had people like uh, MC Light was a true MC. You know, I remember Queen Latifah, UNITY. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, these are, you know, why is Queen Latifah should be hired in Cardi B, in my opinion, right? Yeah. So it's just, I just got to throw that out there. It's no hate. It's just, I just disagree with the list. So Are we, are we just old? <laughs> are we just old and <laughs> we are just too nostalgic and maybe now everyone is a little younger and like hey listen boomers hold on a second there's some other stuff here that's just as good you're just too old to understand it old man <laughs> like are we are we too dismissive of the newer stuff that they put onto this list i think uh sometimes i might be but i do definitely also have a recency bias you know like i enjoy some of the new kanye stuff i think donda's you know i've said this a million times i just love the album because of how it makes me feel how it makes me think yeah. right how, how I, I get into his brain he's going through this divorce he's going through this he's battling with you know he's going through his bipolar so you know so i get it i, I can feel that album i want to feel music right? right i don't want just club bangers i want to i want to feel it a little bit so um, but definitely I got a little get off my lawn with your boombox <laughs> in me. I got a little old man in me and I, I like to reminisce about the high school days when I go to the record store on a Tuesday because the, the new Jay-Z was dropping. And now kids don't have no idea what that means. They just yeah. go and download. And there's something to be said for like anticipating an album and waiting to see what the source was going to, how many mics was that album going to get? Oh, they got yeah, four yeah, mics. Yeah, yeah. You see, they gave him four mics. Oh, they trashed that album. They gave him two and a half mics. Like you look forward to that, right? Yeah. You wanted to see who was going to get the five mics. That was a big deal, right? So yeah. Biggie's album drops, they give him five mics when the, like, you know, so when the double album came out. So it's just like, you're looking for that, you know, Jay-Z's about to drop. Is he going to get five? Is he going to get four? You know, is he going to get four and a half? Like, and those days are just gone, right? And I miss that a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I understand. I think we, we've, I think we explained it pretty well, at least from our perspective on the source of the list and some of the ideas of how they probably constructed the list. And you know, I respect them for even putting it out there. I think they did. Like, I think what you said is absolutely correct. I think they wanted people to talk about it. They may even knew that they were throwing in things to troll us, and we fell hook, line, and sinker. So congratulations to uh, Rolling Stone. I think that's probably what they're trying to do because some of these picks were ridiculous. And they must, they have to know, like, there was some old black guy. I don't know. Maybe he's not even working it, but maybe he's Janet. And he's looked at the list on the board. Like, they probably (laughs) wrote this on a whiteboard, and he looked at it and probably stared at it. And he, like, had was, Matt, he had a Matt Damon moment, like from. Yeah, uh, like, you think this? Uh, is, this, this <laughs> we got this. We got the Matt right here. Are you sure? He was like, "Yeah, you know what? Just put it in there. You're trolling. Get people to talk about it. Who cares? We don't really like hip hop is a part of our thing, but it's not the entire thing. Let's get people yeah. to watch, uh, go on the website, go on social media, engage, argue, and fight because that's how it is when ESPN puts their top, you know, players NFL, uh, uh, and, and also the. The artists, the athletes respond to it. 
Yeah. Right. They they are ones like the, the games. Like, why my album is in there? It's like, oh, yeah. it's not. Let me check oh, out. He, he's in his feelings right now a little bit. Though. Don't you think the game? I've been seeing some interview. I feel like the games like wants a little attention. He said something the other day. I know we're going off topic, but maybe it's a good segue. Yeah. So he was being interviewed. I can't remember who was interviewing him. I saw this just this week. And I don't know how old the interview is, but I know it's pretty recent. Yeah. He said, and I quote, if I wanted to be a billionaire, I could have been a billionaire, but I chose not to be a billionaire. Yeah. Who, the, who's, who talks <laughs> like that? Like, come on, like, seriously, like, like, how many billionaires are there? And you're telling me that you chose not to be a billionaire? You know, and he's like, I spend, I, I just spent three million dollars at the uh, Balenciaga store. No, you didn't. I mean, come on, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't spend three million dollars. Hopefully, he did store. not. I know. I he's, he I'm sure he's doing. So, he's still pretty well financially. Hopefully, he did not spend. Especially, I mean, especially now, where we're going to be getting into some kind of financial yeah, uh, situation I mean, in our country. Hopefully, he did not do that. That's crazy, but he said it, and I think he just wants a little attention. Hey, I'm a game fan. I think he's got some good music. Got nothing against them, but I think every once in a while some of these guys go a little crazy. He's just maybe having his moment. So yeah, I, I think with him, he couldn't. He he his ego, him and Fifty's ego, and their personalities clash. They were going to have a dominant stable with G Unit. Um, I love Lloyd Banks. I think you know very underrated. You can you know he was a punchline rapper. He always had great punchlines. I don't know like maybe he had like the songs. They had a few songs, but. He, and also, he didn't seem like he wanted to be like in the public eye, but they had, they had a pretty good stable. And for some yeah. reason, I even forgot what, even why they were fighting, but it just went off the rails. And I think the game got left behind. I think yeah. if he stuck around with 50 Cent and kind of knew his place a little bit, 50 Cent now, he didn't have to rap. Actually, uh, Get Rich and Die Trying. Where is that? I didn't see it in Top 50. I know that. That's and that's awesome. a significant. I mean, I mean, Dr. Dre produces ass off in that that album. How and, that, and it has no skips. That album has no skips. No, I, absolutely. We talked about that earlier. That album does not have any skips. How Fifty Cent is not on this in the top it's, fifty? It's weird, man. It's it's, it's crazy. All right, well, I'll, I'll go back. I'll keep looking at it. Get get rich and die trying. It's not in the top fifty. All right, well, no, we we'll move from there. So, we got some homework, right? We're gonna check out the Cardi B album. Uh, by next week, we'll know. We'll know who won the the championship. I guess we, we will. We we might know by in two days. I hope not, but uh, <laughs> I hope it goes to what Sunday. I think or yeah, Sunday would be Game Seven. I think. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, I'm so I'm hopeful, um, but I'm not optimistic. I think the Warriors. You know, I think Curry's gonna have a. I can see him dropping a fifty piece. I could see him hitting some big threes and Mike Green saying bang a couple times and it just being in the Boston crowd just leaving early. I could yeah, see yeah, that yeah. happening. I really could. I think it's going to be really dependent on how they start the physicality of the Celtics. And Jason Tatum, he's got to take it up. He, I know he's got another level in him. He's got to yeah. stop turning the ball over as much. And I need him to be continue to get to the free throw line, hit his free throws because a top player in the NBA, he missed two free throws in under five minutes in that game. Back to back, he's at the free throw line. After getting fouled, he misses both free throws Can't when the game is close. Can't Superstars do don't do that. Mm-mm. No, God, so he's, he's got to Can't miss together. two of them. Can't, can't miss, miss two. Not you cannot do that. No. So we'll see. We'll we'll talk. We'll recap the you know the games. See, hopefully, we'll see what's going on with that. And we'll check out your review, Cardi B album, and uh, yeah, check out the YouTube channel. Obviously, you're on it right now. If you enjoy it, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. 
And I think we're going to have a little mode, a little extra content on the YouTube channel where, you know, we're going to throw some songs. And it'd be songs that I think you haven't heard or maybe you haven't really taken a chance to check out. And, you know, you put it on, we'll upload it, and you can have your honest reaction to some of these songs. And let's give some of these songs that were ranked high a chance, right? Like, let's, let's yeah. you know, pull some gems out there, even some songs that are just, you know, um, songs on the album that's not necessarily the singles. But I think we'll have a good time with that. And, you know, and put in the comments below, guys, what do you guys think about this list? I'm going to put the link of the list on the description below. And let us know. That, let us know what I want to know. Hannibal mm-hmm. and I want to know what is your favorite hip hop album and why? Drop that in the comments down below as yeah. well. And if you have yeah. a top 10, throw the top 10 down there. Drop we'll in we'll let you know down. if it's terrible. <laughs> If it's trash, I will let you know. Yes, we will let you know. Like, we may even like go in our our real uh, other names and put it like this is terrible. So, <laughs> and we won't do that. We, we want a lot. Of, like, listen, if you think the list is great and we're idiots, let us know. We're totally yeah. cool with that. Like it's it's very subjective, but I think it's a consensus of like real hip hop hard hardcore hip hop heads. They are. I don't think they really like this list. So, on that yeah, note, true. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out.